fraternal greetings and a warm welcome to India's first and only Freemasonic podcast, The Ashlers, a unique podcast that is hosted by Masons aiming to share information and the timeless wisdom around Freemasonry with the rest of the world, thus sharing the light of Masonry far and wide. As a disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions shared by the hosts and participants on the Ashlers is solely their own and thus do not represent any official positions or proclamations of any Grand Lords thereof. Be assured that best efforts have been made to keep the conversations and presentations on the level for brethren and non-Masons alike. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of The Ashlers. Now, you know, going by the uh, listening numbers of our previous episode where we were featuring Lord Star of the South and its centenary celebrations, I can say one thing for sure and I'm sure Rinesh will also agree to this that there are a lot of people out there who are very interested in masonry, uh, especially when they hear that there's something around for more than or almost like a hundred years. Well, guess what? There are lodges that are more than 100 years in India. Now, that being said, it talks about the past of masonry and its impact in the present. But let me ask you this. What is the future of masonry? Well, there is a wonderful paper written by a very special friend, uh, someone known to us for a while. Uh, That is, I'll just say the name, uh, Flynn Francisco. He has written an amazing paper that we will delve into today. And as a special treat to all our listeners, we have a very worshipful brother Flynn Francisco with us in today's episode. We will, you know, uh, invite him to talk about the inspiration behind the paper and all of that. But I'm, I think I'm getting a little ahead of myself. So before I go any further, or before I reveal too much about the paper, I would invite my trusty co-host Rinesh to give a few uh, you know brief highlights about brother Flynn and uh, over to you Rinesh hey thank you very much Ishir. I thought you were gonna start and end the paper uh, <laughs> so uh, oh, no. thank you very much <laughs> I know I know I was like oh you are already gone to introducing him and then I'll talk you're talking about the paper and then you're gonna finish the paper as well and I was wondering, Flynn, and I was just going to sit as, oh, yeah, he completed it. So what do we do next? <laughs> but anyway, uh, thank you very much, Shishir, uh, for uh, asking me to introduce Flynn. Now, I'll let you know how exactly I came to know about Flynn. So I was basically searching on uh, something on the internet, obviously, on certain topic. And while searching through that, I came across this website called Medium, uh, medium.com. And there I was just reading a random paper about Freemasonry and how a person had actually entered into Freemasonry. Each of those lines which was written really echoed with what I had in my mind of like this would have been the case. Uh, except for the fact that obviously I stumbled across Freemason in a completely different angle. It was not like I was trying to... Uh, find a place where Freemasonry is there. I was just doing my basic Google and I ended up in a family which uh, had connections to Freemasonry. So that's how I came to know about it. But if it was not that, if it was anything different, if I was 
able to actually just get out of my house and start looking for play uh for freemasonry i would have done exactly the same thing what was written in the paper and behold the paper was actually written by brother flynn francisco at that time uh there was also a very interesting aspect in that paper he had mentioned that he had reached out to this lodge uh obviously for many of our listeners who are thinking that oh we are actually talking to a, a foreigner or an outsider flynn francisco is very much an indian but he obviously has a very interesting roots which he will obviously dwell as well but in this paper the the paper which i actually read in medium.com it was all about he joining a lodge of irish constitution so i kind of got like oh so there are some different ones i have heard about it but i have never read anything about it and then coincidentally uh, we had created a whatsapp group of young freemasons in india and i stumbled across this name over there and honestly speaking and flint this is the first time i'm actually telling i had this fanboy moment i was like dude this is the guy who wrote that paper who was super interesting which was really very uh, which actually kind of touched my heart with saying oh this is exactly how it should have been and there i am actually chatting with flynn francisco obviously uh, flynn we definitely did get more moments of that we did have a couple of other sessions we have spoken about it we must have chatted we joked about it but this one has been very interesting and with no further ado i would like to introduce my dear friend very worshipful brother flynn francisco from swastik lodge number 771 under the provincial grand lodge of ireland in india part of the grand lodge of ireland so flynn over to you Hi, hello, hello, everybody. Uh, I didn't realize I'd be following the Centenary Lord podcast. Um, uh, but yeah, thank you for the introduction. Um, but you know, I'm just uh, I'm just another one of you guys. Um, always free to catch up for dinner or lunch anytime you guys are free. <laughs> yeah, need to call you on that. Uh, so yeah. Um, So uh as mentioned I joined I was interested in freemasonry uh, while I was in the US I was there for um something like 13 years uh and um I read that you had to be 21 to join and I was um 18 or 19 at the time uh so I when my family shifted to India in 2010 um that year I I turned 21 and the next day I I walked into the Freemason Hall in Bombay Uh, and there was just uh, just a group of old guys uh, sitting around. Um, I, I think they were discussing an election or something. Um, so I, I was like uh, 50 kilos uh, back then. I mean, this is when I was much younger. Of course, um, it's been quite it's been quite a time since then. So I was uh, this skinny-looking guy. I had uh, pretty long hair at the time, um, and I walked in. And I think they were initially shocked first to see such a young person. um walk in and um, of course then I got to know them and everything um and they asked me which um which constitution I was interested in joining uh so he said you know there was uh, in India there's uh English Scottish uh Indian and Irish um so uh, you mentioned my roots my my father is Irish and Filipino um and my mother is Indian uh so yes I I am Indian um but I do have uh roots tracing back to Ireland and I thought that was very interesting um so I decided to join um the Irish constitution um and I think it's been uphill since then mm-hmm. uh so yeah I'll be I think I'm finishing 10 no, 13 years now right 2020 12 years as a mason in November um 
so yeah no, not that short but i think not that long either that, that's great see that's that's exactly listeners i was actually talking about this is exactly what was there in the paper because that kind of gives you an idea right like somebody who's interested in knowing about freemasonry or joining will take the first step and that first step and i'm i'm i can pretty much imagine the look on all of those guys who were sitting over there that a youngster has actually come amongst us and like oh so what's going on why is he here like is he interested in freemasonry does he want to understand what's going on or is he just uh, must he must have got lost or something but that's that's exactly what freemasonry for some of the youngsters actually do wherein in case if they are interested and if they take that right step to the at the right place at the right time you end up being over there and sometimes there's not there is no looking back to it the reason is because you get just super interested in it and you will do anything and everything to it now this paper is interesting because it actually dwells exactly on that and for this i'm going to ask shishir to introduce the paper to us thank you guys um and i'm glad i'm doing the introduction to this paper because when i was reading this uh the first thing that came to my mind and it will make sense in a few minutes when we start uh, doing a deep dive into it but there's something called uh 3 w's and an h uh basically it's about you know uh digging deep into anything you ask why then you ask why again or you ask what where you know yeah the three why's right like the yeah. the management principle yes yes that is exactly what was playing in my mind but i'm mm. sure you know there's more to it i mean that was the first thing that came to my mind we'll hear more from plain about it but from my standpoint as a reader uh, of this paper for the first time i think that is the first thing that came to my mind and it is very introspective i think as an individual mason or not mason in life you really need to ask yourself these pointed questions and answer it with all honesty somewhere i read that if you're not honest to yourself then who the hell are you being honest uh, to anyway right so it is these kind of questions that you need to ask yourself now this paper being specifically about uh, you know masons and about the future of masonry i think these questions are uh, very honest questions that one really should ask and you know i i will be definitely uh, pondering on this and trying to honestly answer this from my side so with that being said i would love to hear from brother flen about his inspiration behind you know this paper how did he think about this you know what triggered this uh, thought that hey i should put these uh, in in the form of uh, a paper and why specifically these three questions so brother flen if you could enlighten us uh yeah so uh this was uh, my second year as a master in the chair um the first year went by uh, first year went by as a blur um and i was just trying learning the ropes rather um but my second year i was i felt much more confident i felt much more in charge um and i had been uh, i had been asked to give a lecture in the lodge by the senior brother um so uh personally i realized that i am not one for uh say the topic of history in freemasonry um uh i understand its value but um i've seen hundreds and hundreds of articles about you know where history is uh, where freemasonry has been um the history of lodges the history of the craft in general so i felt that there was no need for me to add additional point to that because it's a very well researched topic um 
so then uh, at the same time um, I realized uh, being a second year master that um, there's uh, Freemasonry as a craft also has um, many different niches that you can dive into uh, and I was thinking for myself um, so uh, at least in my lodge uh, you can only serve two consecutive terms um, I know it's like a, a generally uh, rule out there in some other lodges but I'm not sure about the specifics but at least in my lodge two year uh, is a two year consecutive term uh, and then you're uh, and then you have to wait at least one year so anyway my year was uh, my year at, or two years in master was ending and I was wondering what do I do after this um, and I found all these different avenues um, that I go that I could go into and um, a light bulb went off in my head and I thought that this is um, this is what I want to focus on not the avenues as such but I, I felt like I wanted to guide new masons to find those avenues for themselves so that is sort of the these two things are the root of um, my inspiration behind the paper and basically what is the lecture that I wanted to deliver to the members of my lodge that's that's an interesting take Flynn uh, that you have actually brought in right we have enough number of papers or I can't say enough actually there are good amount of papers and we have uh, brethren who have been doing research on the history on the rituals as well as on the various aspects philosophy is one of my favorite topic in this and I, I enjoy history I enjoy doing the symbolism that's why the two three papers which I must have presented over here are talk more on the symbolism aspect but I never thought about thinking what the future of Freemason would have been because I kind of have felt that I am devoted to this cause. Uh, like, I'm not going to come up and one day say that, you know what, this is all hogwash. I'm just going to throw my uh, the papers everywhere. I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm just going to walk away. That's not what I'm going to do. But there are many who would actually, who would rather would have joined Freemasonry, thinking about some stuff, and then finally not being happy about it or realizing that that's not exactly what they want and these these are the things which matters because we did we do tend to meet such guys we might think that they are actually for us or for so maybe for the future of freemasonry but somehow yeah well they they kind of feel that okay this is not the right thing and then suddenly we also feel that oh what went wrong like did we not help them understand things or what exactly but i think the onus actually is on the person first because that person needs to decide whether this thing is for them and that is why first question which is why are you here now that's the question which Flynn is actually asking the audience here that is what exactly we need to know about I know there might have been a family member who is a Freemason there might have been a friend who's a Freemason there might have been a colleague who is a Freemason and they might have uh, or rather you might have come to know about it through them and then obviously you joined but the first question is, assuming you've joined, okay, forgetting the entire initial aspect of what happened, how it happened and all that stuff, but you have joined, your question to yourself would be, why are you here? What exactly is it that you are trying to achieve here? Is it just a night out? And I like the way the paper actually dwells into this by dividing this question into two parts. Like, why are you here? And what exactly is happening there? Like, what 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 do you want to do with this? The interesting part is you are and as a matter of fact the paper actually talks about it it actually asks you that are you here for an ambition or a goal of rising up the ranks whatever those things are supposed to be for each of them 
or are you trying to run away from your wife for one night or maybe actually hang out with some of the guys what exactly is it why would you like to learn these rituals or understand them these traditions and do all those things and the point is flynn actually asks you that question if you're struggling to answer this then i would suggest you take some time to experience all that your lodge and masonry has to offer and that's a beautiful thing there are times when we have seen lodges actually moving the candidate from one degree to the other to the next which in the long run and especially i completely agree for some of the seniors also right makes sense because you're not going to wait over there to think that when exactly will he be ready to move into the second stage not possible because everybody takes their own time but shouldn't we actually provide them that opportunity to start thinking why they are there like maybe allow them to do something like maybe allow them to express themselves or maybe tie them up with some senior brother who can actually understand what is it that they want as flint suggested there are many things which the question can actually or what should i say given insight to and flint if you could just scratch the surface i definitely would request the listeners to actually re- read this paper we are obviously going to keep that with you please do reach out to us and we will definitely share that paper with you but i would like flint to actually scratch the surface in kind of giving us an idea of what that question should ideally answer when we ask why are you here and the second part is you know why why to the answer of that question um you're basically saying look um you're obviously going to be part of this organization or you are part of this organization uh what are your reasons for staying okay so what what makes you happy about being a part of this organization and the follow up to that is that why does it make you happy um really then includes the overall question as uh to what is your purpose for being a freemason um and i think the burnout or or people leaving the craft is because that question is not answered um i think if you have uh i'll just give an example as a as a graphic designer as a that's my profession um i'm not really uh i don't enjoy doing graphic design all right but i enjoy problem solving and graphic design gives me the opportunity to do that so in the same way uh when we ask the, this question in two parts you can see that the actual work is not something that you enjoy but you might find an avenue to enjoy freemasonry i think that is what keeps people in the craft and i think that is how we can help our membership grow as well that's a very good insight that you brought in uh, brother flynn and as you were saying about your career you know I was just thinking back to my own career as a project manager um and I've used this term in a few interviews where I've got jobs and usually I would always say this that uh it's a problem that someone has and somebody needs to solve it that's how I see my role and there will be there will be a lot of other things along with that problem solving activity like dealing with the finances the resource uh, management and what not it's not you know the uh, boring parts of the job but it's a necessary part of the job but if your question as to why am i doing graphic design or why am i doing this project management work is not answered in a little more depth uh, then i think you will have the burnout situation because you won't see the value in it 
you will see all the other activities around project management or graphic design as just distractions whereas actually it is not right so i think this question is really insightful and i would implore any mason or or non mason to really ask yourself this question and give it a few days weeks to really introspect and you know you will literally find meaning in your life and your career i'm, I'm sure of that um now that being said it brings me to the second question in the paper which mind you is just as insightful but it takes from the first question meaning if you have answered the first question as to uh, why you are here the obviously second question is what do you do with it now that you know why you are here now what what's the next step right and to me uh, the point that you have raised in your paper is amazing it says masonry and i'm reading from the paper over bottom uh, this particular line it says masonry has always been about work you need to work to get the most out of masonry and this is where the second question becomes prevalent it's really that simple get to work now the question is at least me as a reader obviously i'll ask brother friend to elaborate from his standpoint as an author but as a reader um this makes sense to me because you join masonry for whatever reason whether you're clear or unclear let's leave that aside for a second but you join masonry or you join a company uh, some job you have to put in the effort to make it worthwhile now, what is that kind of effort if you just talk about masonry and it obviously means socializing with your brother and getting to know them little better getting to know your lords a little better when i say that i mean understand the history of your lords you don't have to do a thesis on it but at least understand where did you start from who were the key people of your lords right what kind of contributions they have done that will give you a sense of uh, you know what you have gotten yourself into and how you can further those laurels uh, and that in my mind is what will make not only your masonic journey relevant uh, fruitful productive but also will ensure that their uh, the future of the lodge is also secure at least in that one instance of this one person so that being said uh, brother flynn if you could elaborate on this from your point of view i would love to hear what what that is yeah um so uh, like i mentioned uh, in my uh, the second part of my inspiration that i found all these avenues uh, in freemasonry right that you can you know, there's ritual work um you can write papers you can research history um you can meet people you can socialize um so all of this might seem when when just discussing it like a regular day to day part of uh, being a mason but what i mean is that if your interest is in is in ritual um then you have to work on you have to work on you know memorizing the ritual understanding its the symbolism um if you are interested in you know uh meeting a group of guys and hanging together then work on that you know work on the connections work on becoming closer to your brethren um if you are interested in philosophy and symbolism then uh do the research um what i found over uh being uh, with you know where decade of freemasonry is i think more than any other hobby or or a group or community a freemasonry the more you put into it the more you get out of it and again this comes back to the question of of membership um 
uh, sometimes I find that uh, new brethren are sort of, are sort of lost and uh, they don't know where to go. And I think that was in my personal history. I think two or three years where I was uh, I was just totally lost about what what I'm doing here. Um, so I think once you find out, once you answer that first question, now is the time that what do you do with it? And you get to work. And only by doing this can you one increase your involvement in Freemasonry and two um, get more enjoyment out of it. Um, so the first part is why you're staying, and the second part is how you can continue to be happy doing the uh, being a Mason. Uh, one guy told me something just during my MBA days, and he told that um, if you just stand in the crowd and think that oh there are so many people maybe someone will come and talk to you well forget about it no one's going to just walk up to you and start having a conversation you need to approach people and start talking and then the crowd will turn to you so with that i would say not only this holds true for a, a new mason in the lodge but to anyone who's probably starting their career starting their college put yourself out there you know be approachable approach people on your own take that initiative and i think that will then lead to you know some happy incidents where you might meet new and interesting people and then you never know how your social circle your network increases from there what opportunities you get you you won't know until you actually go out there and you know start interacting with people so specifically from a masonic standpoint i would urge all the younger brethren who have been recently initiated to take that time and talk to your brother and, and we actually get that opportunity in the festive board that's the time when everyone you know is is on the level uh, there are no titles that are distancing you from someone you can walk up to anyone and have a conversation so i would say do that and your first and second question will actually start getting some points where you can start answering that in an honest manner now we come to the third question and that's where I would pull in Ranesh once again to talk a little more about it from his standpoint. Thank you, uh, Shishir. Third question which uh, Brother Flynn is actually talking about is, how can I pay it forward? And I, that's a very interesting question because I think this was one of the points. I, I never bothered to think about the first and the second one, honestly speaking, because I knew what I wanted in Freemasonry. Uh, what do I need to do with it? Those things were set for me. But how can I pay it forward is something which I was very much interested in. As a matter of fact, this is also something which uh, Brother Shishir had actually pointed out in his paper, which is the first episode of this season in what are the duties of a Mason, right? Like that's exactly what it talks about. So what do you do in the Lodge? Do I need to take up these charges? And by the way, I know this is very different from what, from where uh, very much where the Flynn is actually coming from. In uh, Grand Lodge of India, uh, or at least in the lodges, at least wherever I'm, uh, whichever I've seen, we try to memorize these charges. I, I'm pretty sure that that's actually happening in some of these places. And some places, obviously, because you don't want to miss what do you call make a mess of the words over there, and it has to be proper. We memorizing is not that important but in some lodges memorizing is actually important so we have certain portions which we memorize and deliver in front of the candidate and obviously first part is obviously about memorizing them second part is about your whole uh, actions and trying to bring your style into that so that it actually makes 
some sense out of it and that's exactly what i was kind of interested in i really enjoyed doing that standing in front of the mirror trying to buy hard these potions and then obviously go ahead and inform the same thing to the candidate so i was actually looking forward and i wanted to take up the reason why i wanted to take it up i was in my lodge right from the beginning i think as soon as i became a master mason or a senior comes to me and tells me rinesh it's time for you to now give or deliver charges i had no idea what that meant so i was like okay no but i needed a couple of meetings to understand how things are going he said yeah sure no problem take your time and but please deliver a charge i then took up a charge and i started doing that and then slowly and steadily i started taking charges for every meeting then suddenly i realized that there were a couple of these seniors who always were the backups so they one day came and told me thank you now i can at least relax i was like what what are you talking about relax i said now you've taken it you have now taken up the uh, the uh, what should i say the responsibility of delivering this charge good for you that will obviously help you because it has helped me a lot and now you can take it forward but i am always going to be there that's what the senior told me so that's what i realized that this is the my way of giving back to my lodge by relieving the duties or certain duties which a senior brother actually had of delivering that charge on a regular basis and i took up that up now similarly uh you will have multiple such responsibilities in the lodge we might not know what the worshipful master the master of the lodge actually does in the lodge until and unless you reach out to him talk to him and ask about it you will not know what the treasurer goes through when he has to run behind or rather when he has to actually find out where the members are whether the subscriptions have been paid or sorry whether the subscription have been received whether the respective returns have been paid for the grand lodge for the regional grand lodge or the provincial or the district depending upon which constitution you are part of all that thing needs time needs effort now you would be good in certain things why don't you reach out to your officers and find out whether you can help them in whatever shape or form it is maybe for some of them preparing summons which the simple document which you actually feel is uh, which you receive right somebody can actually take that up and see you know what i'll take it up for you and i will actually do that for you i have done that for my lodge one of my secretary was very busy at one point of time and he actually asked me rinesh can you just give me uh, can you just reorder this one because i've done it but i'm not very good in the word document so can you help me with that from that day onwards i never looked back i told him you know what don't worry you tell me what the material is and i will ensure all of that in a is in a proper format that's what you do and that's exactly what you should be thinking about flint what do you think was that the thought process which you had in your mind when you asked that question or was it something different from this uh so um that is definitely an important uh important piece of it um but when i was trying to uh come when i was writing the paper um this last question took me some time because i wanted to um sort of summarize the experiences um that one you can have in masonry um and how to make the best use of it so um definitely uh doing work uh doing work for your lodge is, is definitely a big part of that um but i also wanted to um impress upon um uh just coming back to your point about memorizing the charges and the ritual um i i wrote a short piece um uh separately about why it's important to memorize a ritual um that being said that the memorizing the ritual uh and delivering it to candidates is not is not for you um it's it's important to know but inherently that is not for you um in my in my opinion um 
the best reason to memorize rituals and charges is so that you can deliver it in the best way to candidate to candidates um and i think that is the main point of what i mean by paying it forward is that we need to have or every member of lodge needs to have a keen interest in uh in new initiates um because freemasonry is inherently an organ- organization that is um i would say structured to pay it forward right um the public tagline is we make good men better um so just the the ethos of that in trying to make new candidates or new initiates or give them the best that they can experience uh in freemasonry um i think that is that is very important because at the end of the day um freemasonry is not for ourselves it's for it's for the future generation it's for new candidates it's for bringing it's for moving the craft forward um and i think without that then we are just a bunch of old dudes you know sitting around uh over a drink but if we if we do not pay pay forward that means if we do not uh try to help uh new initiates in any way that we can um i think then we're sort of missing the point of being freemasons so uh, brother uh, flin and ranish i think we have had a really good time you know discussing this paper and dare i say very pointed questions and like i said earlier these are questions anyone should answer uh, very honestly at any point in time in their life if they really want to find meaning in whatever they do and i think that will give a kind of a clarity which uh, i'm sure will you know feel like a new lens uh, coming in front of their eyes or like the lens suddenly you know getting cleared the fog clearing out and you have a beautiful landscape in front of you at least that's the way i feel uh, you know the kind of feeling one would get if we go down this path now that being said you know we have come to the end of this paper and i would implore anyone especially in anyone in masonry to find that meaning that is larger than you larger than the lords i would like to read a, a few lines from this paper uh, which i feel is very relevant it goes like this i hope that you answer these questions with serious thought and eventually come to view masonry on scale which is much bigger than yourself or your lords i think this is a very profound uh you know statement by the flame that you have given in this paper uh the point is that something bigger than yourself or your lords and that is important because you know we are all from different constitutions different lodges even in bangalore there are so many lodges but being from a different lodge does not make you a different freemason from an another person from a different lodge or a constitution at the end of the day we are all freemasons we are all clear about you know when we are getting initiated it, it's made very clear as to what masonry is all about and in such a case um it should be very obvious that masonry is about paying forward uh like you know we mentioned earlier about making good men better how do you make good men better if you don't do something that results in inspiring others in making an example uh for others to look at and emulate themselves right i think that is like the punchline for this now i'm sure it's very clear that how much renation myself like this paper 
but there's a lot more to this and i would request now renesh to talk about uh, briefly about that and see brother flens inputs on that so renesh over to you yeah thanks shashir uh, as i said right at the beginning right i was uh, me meeting flen or rather me chatting with flen was a fanboy moment because the first time when i read that article in medium i was like he actually was able to portray the 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 feeling the experience which you actually have properly without having to have any shashi thurur kind of english he actually was able to portray it in a very simple manner in a manner which actually expounds on what we are thinking about and that is exactly what he did in this paper and as a matter of fact i didn't realize this till the time we actually got the paper we read about it or sorry we read the paper and then when we were talking to flin about this that's when flin mentioned that there is something very interesting which happened with this paper and i'm actually going to ask flin to actually tell us this flin over to you i i have heard or rather you told us that this paper did definitely win something uh yeah so there's um and there's a famous uh, site on the internet called reddit um i'm sure if you ever uh yes viewers might know about it um but anyway so on the freemasonry subreddit there was a um a competition um those are a like a paper competition right an article competition um and it it was um it was just a post i mean no submit your articles we have we have a masonic competition um and i think they the authors of the post themselves didn't realize how big um it would get so they had some two or two to 250 submissions um and i think they were also very excited by that um i, I think it took them 3 weeks to go through through everything um but at the end yeah this paper um this paper won won the competition um and they sent me an amazon gift card and all and that was great but it only worked in the us but <laughs> that, that's fine um but yeah i was very proud um at that moment because um i think this was the first long long form paper that i wrote um and i was pretty special to me also because at the end of this paper i found um what i wanted to do in freemasonry um and that is to sort of guide new brethren to find out what they like to do in freemasonry um which i think is actually a very important point and i think specifically after this um i asked the province if they could make me provincial grand mentor um uh in the in the province ranks um it's not an official post but um so yeah i've been very uh proud to have that uh rank for the past how many over years wow I, and and i can totally understand uh, even if the post is not there you should actually get that kind of stuff because being a mentor being able to ask such question or even make sure that your uh, the the brethren who are coming and joining freemasonry talks about it thinks about it itself is the big step because the moment you actually ask this question why are you here what do you want to do with it and how can i pay how how should you think about paying it forward all that will actually bring a proper cohesive approach of the future and that is exactly what we are doing as you mentioned what in the at the end of the day what is freemasonry all about it's an organization which ensures that we make good men better we make good men better so that better doesn't happen today the better will actually take some time and for that to happen we all need to come collectively towards it yes today plan has obviously came to get, uh, come with us explain the paper to us and uh, share this paper with the wider audience that's that's brilliant you know why because these three questions which we are talking about 
not only is for freemason it's for your life it's for your relationship it's for your office work it's for your hobby it's for anything and everything which you do we do not want to be mindless uh, folks doing what we are supposed like doing for the sake of just doing it we should actually put our heart and soul into it and trying to put our heart and soul into these things we need these questions answered because that's when your heart and soul will be at the same place your mind will be at the same place to make sure that that thing can actually happen otherwise honestly speaking we are just like going to live or uh, literally like zombies as a matter of fact even zombies would be actually having some sort of a aim right like they are going for fresh meat so they have that aim so let's have that aim not not like zombies obviously but let's have that aim in our life to do something good about it we are sitting in front i think that is exactly why shishir and i came together for this right we we had a aim in our mind we wanted to spread the joy of freemasonry to everybody masons and non masons alike and that's exactly why we came together second season 15 episodes i think we have completed what 38 episodes we have more than 8000 or i think 9000 listeners from across the world why because each one of us are trying to find the answer on what exactly freemasonry is all about what exactly the life is all about and we have just come together to do this thank you very much very worshipful with the flint for sharing this beautiful paper with us Uh, giving us an insight on how exactly you came across each of these questions what were your thoughts about it and how did you bring them all together it i don't know whether the uh, what should i say the contest was important or not but you definitely did win a prize among us because you were able to make us sit and ponder to these questions and i ask each and every listener of ours whatever you do in your life please have these questions answered because that will actually give that aim that will ensure that you reach the goal the end goal of ensuring that you live a better life very beautifully articulated dinesh i couldn't have done more justice to it than what you have done and uh, i'll just add a few uh, closing thoughts from my end uh, this message or what i'm about to say right now is specifically for those who are thinking of joining masonry listen to this particular episode ponder on those three questions uh why are you here or why do you want to join masonry if you join masonry what are you going to do with it and if you know what you're going to do with it how are you going to pay it forward let me be very blunt here people who think joining masonry will make them powerfully rich hell no <laughs> you will not get powerfully rich you will become rich but by knowledge you will become rich by imparting your knowledge if you know and i'm being very broad here right now deliberately but there are a lot of queries that we get actually because of this podcast people reach out email us saying hey i want to join masonry what do i do how much should i pay how much money will i get <laughs> so you know i think these are the three questions you really need to answer yourself before you even think of joining uh, masonry second message to the brethren who are joined masonry again go back to these questions if you don't get the answers talk to people you will find directions to get those answers but seek them out very actively that my friend will make your masonic journey so worthwhile you will start wondering why did you not join much earlier uh, in brother flins case he turned 21 next day he is at a lodge i took my time and i joined it pretty late and i am kicking myself thinking that why did i not you know join this much earlier now that i have uh, well time's already gone <laughs> i can't go back and change the past but yeah 
well, I can well you can still something. make the most of it right exactly. and which you are doing exactly so at least i can do something now to make sure that in the future which will become the past eventually i can still turn back and think that okay i i really did something about it rather than just go to the lodge you know sit on the sidelines eat drink come back and call it a day um last message to all the brethren who are chasing titles and chairs i think you're missing the point brethren to be honest masonry is not about chasing those titles or chasing that particular chair you know it's not that going back to the message i gave much earlier uh, about you know uh, our own careers where we might think hey i'm a project manager i'm a problem solver but then i have to deal with resource management also i have to deal with this financial aspects of it also it's a distraction no those are not distractions just like holding a chair or getting a title or having certain position in the lodge it's not a distraction nor is it the end goal it is part and necessary and practical uh, you know part that makes masonry's engine turn right if there is no master in the lodge how does the lodge progress forward if there is no secretary in the lodge how does the lodge coordinate itself right so these are necessary chairs but that is not the end goal so look at it in that way masonry is much larger than you me the lodge or the grand lodge or any titles that we may hold those are all important practical aspects of it but masonry is much larger so look for the stars not the tallest tree in the planet Shishir, you actually aptly put right what all these things matters, and the, I think that's exactly what even Flynn obviously had it in mind when he started writing the paper. He wanted to have these questions answered, and going forward, at the end of the paper, he definitely had these questions answered for himself as well as for the future brethren, especially for the brethren of his lodge, for his province, similarly for our lodges now, and for our region and districts and everything. Uh, Flynn, if you could just share last thoughts before we. Call it today. As uh, Shishir mentioned, uh, ranks, titles. Um, I feel these are uh, at the end of the day tools to uh, to help you rather than uh, chairs to strive for. Um, I was very introverted uh, as well when I joined Freemasonry, and um, I think especially being a master really opened me up to interacting with all the brethren. That just brings me to the last point that you know, um, find out. how you can be happy in freemasonry and how you can make others happy um i think that's just the uh main goal for freemasonry and i think life in general as well um but yeah thanks uh, thanks to both of you for for having me on it's been it's been fun uh and hopefully we can do a few more of these thank you very much friend and over to you shishir for your closing so with that folks my sincere thanks to very watchful brother flint francisco to share his knowledge with us and and i'm glad we could have him on the show and get input straight from the author and i think we should do more of this so any brother in listening who would love to feature their paper with us and also would be interested to join us in the episode like brother flint has done and uh, brother mahinder patel had done we would love to have you on our show and get your inputs straight away how often do you get the authors to speak about their work right so we would love to feature you so reach out to us our emails are in the show notes with that folks thank you so much have a good day bye bye and thank you very much
and that's a wrap. We thank you for your time and hope that we have been able to present to you the true light of masonry in yet another way. Please continue to watch out for more episodes from the Ashlers by subscribing to our channel on most of the popular podcasting platforms. Links are in the show notes and also feel free to email us at theashlerspodcast at gmail.com. Your encouragement is what keeps us motivated above all. As proud hosts of India's first and only free Masonic podcast, we wish you all the very best. And until next time, the Ashlers signing off.